0: Hey guys, welcome to episode number 48 of the Mimi B Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and you're listening to the Mimi B Magazine podcast, a lifestyle podcast all on health, relationships, sex, career, and self-development. This podcast is designed to entertain, inspire, and to motivate you to become the best version of yourself possible. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey guys, I'm going to be doing a QA and a today. I've been getting lots of DMs saying that you like these solo episodes a lot. So I'm going to bring you more of them. I'm thinking instead of doing them every blue moon, once in every blue moon, I mean, I'm going to be doing it maybe like once every week or two, maybe once every four episodes what do you guys think? So I just posted on my Instagram stories. Um, I asked you guys to send me some questions for this q and I don't really know what topic this podcast is going to be about or topics, but we're just going to go with the flow, live in the moment, and answer some questions unfiltered. So I've just opened my little question responses here on Instagram, and I'm going to just start how long does it take before meditation becomes a routine? That is a great question. I don't really know the answer to that. It is different for everybody. For me, I'll get into a routine of it and do it every day for a month and then something will kind of trigger me falling off the bandwagon and I won't do it for 10 days and then I'll start again and do it once every, you know, three days and then it's just really back and forth for me. But I would say, Honestly, if you really want to keep a habit, they say 21 days doing it um, consistently will put that habit inside your brain and make it a subconscious thing that you do. But yet again, I think everybody is different. depends on your personality. It depends on your lifestyle. I would say though, give it 21 days of doing it every single morning and you'll start wanting to do it. And I'll join you on that one. I've been doing my morning routine, but I haven't been doing the meditation bit every single morning, but I definitely notice a massive difference when I do the meditation bit of my routine. It's really amazing. All right, next question. As you know a lot about skincare, do you have any tips for acne scars? That is a great question as well. For me, I haven't ever had acne scars, but I've had scars from my rosacea um, on my arms and on my face. I always pick at them, which is not good, so don't do that. But to help diminish the appearance of the scars that I've had in my life, I use oils. I'm obsessed with like natural oils these days, you guys. Not these days, like the past year. So I've been using rosehip oil, which is amazing. Vitamin A serum as well for scars It's apparently really good. And then just a mix of... Different natural oils. I think, um, what is it? The sea buckthorn oil is also really good. So, what I used to do, um, I actually have stopped, but I should probably start getting back into it. I used to mix rosehip oil and sea buckthorn oil um, in my hands and would put them on my arms to kind of smoothen out the scars, if you know what I mean, to kind of make them less like bumpy. I don't know if your acne scars have risen a little bit, but I feel like some scars do. So it's really helped with that and the coloring too. So that's what I would suggest. Don't buy all that chemically gross BS stuff. just not good for your skin. Oh, also bio oil. I know some people don't think it's the best, but, um, you know, it's just simple oil and it seems to work as well. I've been putting it on my boobs all the time since I've had surgery to prevent stretch mark scars. So I think scars, yeah, that's a tough one to battle, but I think consistency is really key for that one too. It's annoying, but you can't just put a cream or an oil on once and expect it to go away. It's consistently doing it over a period of months and months, and then, you know, finally you'll see a little bit of a, of a change. And alternatively, my cousin, who had some scars as well on her face, she got laser So she got an acne laser um, or an acne scar laser, and it's really helped her. So yeah, you could also go to that length if you really feel insecure about it. They have like a whole collagen repair laser you can do with that. All right, next. Um, Are homemade smoothies good to have after intermittent fasting? Hell yeah, homemade smoothies are good. I freaking love smoothies. I make smoothies all the time. They're such a good way to, you know, sneak in your extra vitamins and nutrients and greens and I have all these great powders that I use. I know powders are quite con- controversial, controversial, sorry. Um but I really love the four sigmatic um mushroom powder. So it's like an anti-aging supplement powder. For Sigmatic. It's a really cool brand. I also use their mushroom coffee sometimes, which is cool. And I also add in my Beyond Greens powder from Udo's Choice. Their stuff's great. You can also add in some MCT oil. Um, Just make sure your smoothies aren't made with, you know, some high fructose apple juice or some. Or just all fruit, you know what I mean? So I like to promote more of a lower glycemic and lower sugar diet. Um, smoothies can definitely taste really delicious, but pack in a ton of sugar, even if it's natural sugar, still does the same shit to your body from what I have learned. It spikes your insulin. Yes, there are better sugars than others, but I don't really like to consume an abundance of fruit. I eat a little bit of berries here and there. And, you know, if I'm craving fruit, then I'll have a piece. But I don't really tend to crave it. So I would say stay away from the heavy fruity smoothies. But if it's homemade, you can control what goes in it. So I would say some unsweetened almond milk or even water. I do smoothies with water a lot of the time. I would do half or a whole avocado. I love an avocado smoothie because it gets so creamy and delicious. I would do some superfood powder, like a greens powder with some spirulina and that stuff and maybe, um, what else, some chia seeds, put some fiber in there. I was actually listening to this podcast with this amazing nutritionist and, God, I forget her name. Um, I think, oh yeah, her Instagram's Be well by BeWellByKelly and her whole principle is the Fab Four. Um, so there's fiber, greens, protein, and fat. If you have I think that's right. Don't quote me on that, but I think that's what it is. If you have those four in your meals or in your smoothies, you are set and golden. So, let me give you a little example here. Um fiber, chia seeds, fat, half an avocado, protein, maybe some plant-based protein powder like some pea protein or hemp seed protein, which is great. And then greens, you could do that Beyond Greens powder that I use, or I also put spinach in my smoothies. You don't taste spinach in your smoothies, guys. Let's be real, there's no excuse. If you put a handful of spinach in a smoothie that has a lot of other flavors in it, it's really unlikely that you'll tell the difference except for the color. So no excuses. Get those greens and you'll feel so much better. Also, if I have a smoothie in the morning and I'm not really doing coffee, I'll put some some matcha powder and it just gives me energy and it's really nice. All right, next question. Do you take workout supplements uh, like protein, creatine? No, I don't. Uh, I like to, I don't really have that much protein powder. I like to eat more like the whole food itself. But once in a while, if I'm in a rush and I'm, again, having a smoothie and I feel like I need that extra substance, I'll have some protein powder. But no, I don't have any other uh, workout supplements. Um, How have you found your self-confidence and recovery post-surgery? Great question. I had my boobs done, you guys, uh, three weeks ago or three and a half weeks ago, and I feel great right now. My recovery has been literally out of this world. I cannot thank my Dr. Olivier Branford enough. He's helped me so much and you know I've had the best recovery, literally best recovery. And if you guys haven't listened to my other two podcasts about the surgery, um, you know, don't judge. It was my decision and I'm deciding to be honest about it. So if you guys want to go be keyboard warriors and let me know that I'm now a fake human for getting my boobs one or two cup sizes bigger. (laughs) Um, And go ahead. But just remember what you say about other people says more about you than it says about them. If you're going to be mean to people, it just shows that you are insecure. So I wouldn't even go there because then it makes you look bad. And you don't want to look bad, right? (laughs) Anyway. um, And I'm not trying to promote the whole boob job thing. By the way, guys, I said this whole disclaimer in my last podcast with Olivier. And I just want to share my experience because I wish I had content like this before I went under under the knife, and there's a lot to it, there's a lot of preparing, and just so many decisions you need to make about the actual implants and stuff, and I wanted to be honest. And the other thing, so many influencers, like I said in this other disclaimer on the other podcast, so many influencers get things done, and they are secretive about it, which is their decision, but... I think that's really unfair because then all these young girls go on their profile and think, oh my God, she's perfect. Why do I not naturally look like this? I want to show you guys that because of this augmentation, it's not the real the real me that I was born with and I don't want you to think that I just woke up like this because that's just unrealistic. So there you go. I'm not going to talk about this anymore because I've done so many podcasts on this. Next. Next. <laughs> Um, vegan bulletproof coffee, yeah, you can do a vegan bulletproof coffee for sure. You can just do MCT oil, um, by itself blended with the coffee, or you can do MCT oil and a little bit of coconut oil blended. I know they're technically kind of the same thing, but they do have very kind of slight different tastes and sometimes you want to do both if you want that extra fattiness in the morning guys my blender broke yesterday I had a Nutribullet and it just randomly stopped working and I'm really really sad about it so I tried having a coffee today without blended without the blended uh oil in it and it tasted disgusting and I hate my life so I need to uh get another blender, which is really frustrating. But yeah, vegan bulletproof coffee, definitely a thing. Also make sure to get mycotoxin-free coffee ground. I know this is boring, but it's really important. It affects how the coffee affects you. If your coffee has mold in it, and a lot of coffee has traces of mold in it because of the way it's produced, you need to get the mycotoxin-free one because if you have mold in your coffee, it will affect your brain and your performance levels. Go read up on the Bulletproof Diet. They actually have their own coffee beans. I don't use those. I use another one from Amazon. But uh, yeah, go check them out because they talk about that whole thing a lot. Also, I'm thinking I should start an Amazon store because I think you can, like, I've seen other influencers have like a link um, and then it shows all of their Amazon favorites because I get so many questions on all these things that I buy and I want to give you guys the exact links. So let me know if you think that's a good idea. All right, next, makeup video, please. Oh my goodness, yes, soon. I'm going to be doing more vlogs and and tutorials and Uh, Little videos like the makeup tutorial thing uh, very soon in the new year. I'm really busy till the new year, but afterwards I might have a better camera. Who knows? Then Christmas present. It was on my list. Come on, please. But (laughs) we'll see. So, yes, in the new year I'll be doing videos like that. Uh, Next question What gives you the motivation to work out? Honestly, the motivation of me having this really high potential. And just not being there yet is enough for me. Do you know what I mean? Just like the innate knowing inside my brain that I could be better and I'm just not there yet is the only push that I need. Um, I'm really scared of regret. (laughs) It's like my biggest fear in life is regretting, you know, not doing enough, not being enough, not being my best self and not trying my hardest and working my hardest and being the best me. So, you know, my motivation behind everything that I do Everything positive that I do, correction, because I don't do everything positive. I definitely mess up a lot of the time. But everything positive that I do, it's always it always goes back to the motivation of regret and hating that thought of regretting one day that I I didn't do something I could have done. So that is my motivation to get to the gym and be healthy and work out. But hey, I'm only human. That doesn't get me out of bed every single morning. But that's definitely the thing that usually helps me. All right. So next question. Question, how much do I weigh? I think that's kind of a personal question. Um, Not that I keep things to myself on this podcast, but um, I don't really know why this person's asking me that. Um, But I'm not gonna answer it because it's kind of, I don't want you guys to compare how I look and my height and then think that you need to weigh the same. Um, All right, what exercises do you recommend after a binge weekend? All right, so i don't like this question because i don't want you to have a binge weekend and then think oh i need to purge this in some way um not saying throw up purge but i mean i don't i don't want you to think it's a cycle of binge and then try as hard as i can to get rid of of what I've done to my body by either not eating enough that day or overexercising that day. Because I've been there and it's not a healthy mentality. But I would tell you the best thing to do after a binge weekend is to start the next day waking up early, having some hot water and lemon, practicing self care. Because there's a reason you binged during the weekend. There's definitely a reason. It's not because you were so darn freaking hungry and your physiology was just like, I need food. It was probably. Because of something emotional or because of something you're battling or, or something just a bit deeper and emotional. That's what I'm trying to say. So. The best thing to do after a binge weekend, because we've all been there, is wake up early, have a nice self-care little morning routine, do a morning routine, go listen to my other podcast on morning routines if you want to learn more about that, because that really sets you up for an amazing day. And if you want to exercise, go on a really long, beautiful walk. Don't exercise to punish yourself, exercise to reward yourself for being alive and happy and human and just... Don't do it out of hate, okay? So if you if you really are craving a big gym session though, then do that. But listen to your body and don't slave away in the gym for like four hours because you regret eating two pizzas, okay? <laughs> and from my experience in, in the weight loss department, if I'm gonna be totally honest with you guys, things only start to change when your mentality changes from negative to positive. You cannot expect to get a positive response from your body if you're constantly being negative towards it, okay? So just be be you and be okay and just maybe instead of overworking your body the next day, think, why did I go crazy and binge on a Sunday night? Like, what was I trying to kind of escape from? Maybe I should journal today and maybe, you know, I should just really love my body today and and not hate it and just speak really nicely to it. So that's what I would say for that. Um, next is, wow, so many people ask me how much I weigh. Guys, it's mean. I don't want to like tell you and then you think you can compare yourself or I don't know. I don't like that question. Uh, where did you get your laser hair removal? Love you. Love you too. <laughs> I get it done at EF Medi Spa in Kensington. Um, Are you still doing strict keto? Uh not strict. I'm still doing my high fat healthy diet. I'm not really tracking my ketosis. I haven't really tracked my ketones in like a few months, but I've been just practicing intuitive eating more with the same principles or similar principles from keto. Um the only thing I didn't really like about like strict keto is that it tells you you're not really allowed to have that much, you know, carrot, sweet potato, more carby veggies, and I'm kind of just like I like having sweet potato when I want, when I want to eat sweet potato, if I'm craving it or if I'm craving carrots and tahini, which I love that snack, um, then I'm going to eat it, you know? So I'm just trying to do more intuitive eating, but still with that whole philosophy of the higher fat, um, and lower carb and lower sugar vibe to it. Cause that's actually how I feel my best and how I thrive. So that is great. Let me check some other questions. Um. All right. How do you deal with anxiety? That's a really good question. I have had anxiety quite a lot the past six months because of some stuff going on with work and the what if just keeps going into my mind and I just find myself in this crazy bubble of overthinking and just stressing out and it's not healthy. So the way that I've dealt with anxiety is by It's weird. Keeping my environment clean and organized. So when I get anxious, I'm like, oh my God, nothing in my world is you know, secure and organize this, that. So when I actually keep my environment clean and organized, I feel a lot more calm. The second thing is my morning routine really, really helps me because there's a whole meditation and a and a visualization bit involved in my morning routine. And I think that definitely helps with my anxiety. Number three is just surrounding yourself with people that you can really talk to and that are there for you. My boyfriend, Ben, has been absolutely incredible with my whole anxiety the past few months. I don't wanna say I'm like, an anxiety-ridden person, because I'm not, but I have moments where I'm just like, oh my god, I'm overwhelmed, Um, and he's been great. So I think that just having somebody there for you and being able to kind of comfort you is really, really important. Number four, make a plan, make a list. When I make lists, I feel way less anxious about the thing that I'm thinking about. Um, Make a game plan and trust yourself at the end of the day. If you completely and utterly trust yourself, you won't be anxious about, outcomes, because then you'll know that you actually have the ability to deal with anything that comes at you. So that's another thing. I know it's easier said than done, but practice makes perfect and act as if. Next question. Um, How do you know if you have a healthy gut or an unhealthy gut? Amazing question. I want to get someone else on this podcast soon to talk about gut, because I'm obviously not a specialist, but I've had gut issues myself in the past year and I've been dealing with them through Gabriella Peacock. She's a nutritionist in London. If you go to her for any tests um, for your gut, which I did, let her know that I sent you and she'll treat you very nicely. Um, She's amazing and I did a a gut test with her Two months ago, I'm going to do another one, I think, next week just to kind of track progress. But she, you can't really tell if you've got issues or not. Honestly, like, they're obviously symptoms. But, like, you actually need to do a test if you want to be sure because there are so many different strains of bacteria that live inside of us. And even if you you feel like you have a gut issue because of some, you know, side effects, you can't really understand how to treat them unless you know what the actual issue is. So I would say do a test. I did a stool test with her, okay? TMI yeah, it's don't even ask how it happened. I was traumatized, but I did a stool test. Um, (laughs) Really fun times. um, But it really was the most helpful thing in the world because now I knew what was wrong with me. I had a weird bacteria that was, that had overgrown in my gut. And I started taking these natural supplements and I've been taking them, and she put me on this whole regime, and it's been really, really helpful. The pills and supplements that I've been taking, um, it's like a berberine and grapefruit seed extract pill, which is apparently nature's best like antifungal antibacterial pill for your gut, and obviously there are no unnatural chemicals in there, which I'm all about, which is amazing. Um, so yeah that's what I, I would suggest for you to do. Um, next question is. Where can I find the jewelry line you designed? So if you guys don't know, I designed a jewelry line with Heavenly Necklaces, and you can find it on Heavenly Necklaces' website. And also I have a little highlighted story on my Instagram with all of the pieces and swipe ups to go check them out honestly, if you haven't seen them already, they are so freaking beautiful. I designed them myself and they are 14 karat gold plated and such good quality. I've worn my necklaces and earrings literally for the past two months straight every single day. They have not gotten green or gross whatsoever. The gold looks like Like completely solid gold. And that's what I really wanted out of this line. And selfishly enough, yes, I designed this line thinking just of me wearing it and what I would want most. So I guess that's kind of a benefit because you guys know that the quality will be amazing and the designs are really cute. Um, it's really kind of like dainty gold jewelry. That's really what I'm into. And it has kind of like a a feminine and kind of spiritual vibe to it you know what i mean there's like a star and moon necklace and it's really gorgeous and these these shooting star earrings and it's just really you i've never seen any jewelry like it and it's just so me so yeah go make sure to check it out we're really low on stock so make sure to go get some pieces before they sell out before christmas also, if you tag me in anything on Instagram um, of you wearing the pieces, I will repost you. So maybe you guys can get some some exposure there if you're a blogger or something. All right, next question is, how would you get out of a situation that is comfortable but isn't right for you, i.e. job or relationship? Okay, amazing question. Um, This is a tough one because you, being comfortable is like, in our DNA, like we want to be comfortable as human beings. It's an instinctive that we all have to be comfortable and have security and, and not taking risks because taking risks means unknown and being not secure. And that could be a threat to, um, you know, in our ancestors brains, uh, could be a threat to, to, to die or something. Right. So it's actually really hard for us to get out of Very comfortable situations that we're really used to, but we do know deep down we're not supposed to be there. Let's give an example. Friendships. Um, So for relationships, I've only been in one long-term serious relationship, and that's with my current boyfriend, Ben. So I don't have as much experience with this in relationships because I actually like to think that I'm the type of person that, especially in relationships, will never settle. And I would never be in a relationship with somebody that I know deep down isn't meant for me. And if I had a thought that I could either do better or have someone that fits with my whole lifestyle more or whatnot, I wouldn't be with that person because there's no point and in my mind. I think to myself, there's probably someone out there better for me and me being with this person is actually going to be detrimental because I might not meet the guy that I'm supposed to be with, right? That's something that would go through my head. And I've never had that with Ben. I think Ben is perfect for me in every single way, shape, and form. And, um, I think I'm going to marry him and have his babies. So, um, I don't really relate for the relationship bit, but, and I've always been that way with relationships with guys. Like I've never wanted to settle into a relationship. That's why Ben's my first, but with friendships, I'm the opposite. I've stayed in friendships for way too long before because I felt awkward, um, of, you know, I felt awkward to break it off, you know, friend breakups are kind of random, like it's, you usually just don't have them, you know, and especially it's tough because when you grow up with a certain group of friends, it's really hard to kind of be the black sheep and walk away. I think moving to London was really, really helpful for this department, uh, for me because, I could just kind of be like, oh, no, I'm moving. I can't really hang out with you guys anymore. And it was really quite drastic. So it really helped me because I had a bunch of friends that I actually just didn't vibe with anymore at that point. But even in London, when I first moved here, there were people that I was hanging out with that I just actually started getting a bad vibe from. And I knew deep down that it would be easier to kind of still see them once in a while. But I actually really wanted to kind of cut them off and not really be their friend anymore because they weren't really bringing anything good to the table and only bringing negativity or, you know, let's just say there's this one girl that I became friends with um, when I first kind of moved to London and she just, I I knew that she spoke badly about me to other people and I had heard it a few times and she just really kind of like inconsistent and just wasn't really a stable friend, like she, she, her moods were really random and weird, so you know what I did? I just kind of I don't make a big deal if you're going to have a friend breakup, I would say, just kind of gradually let it fade away. And that's my advice for you. Um for in a friend department, gradually stop kind of hanging out as much, start making a bit more excuses and hopefully they'll get the message. Never be mean cuz I'll bite you in the ass. Um, but you know, kind of just gradually let it fade it's really hard though if you're talking about relationships because i've actually never been through that like i said so i don't really have proper advice for you there um but to be completely honest with you i would just break up with them and if the second you have that that gut feeling i don't think it's going to go away you can work on a relationship as much as you want sure but i'm the kind of person that you just cut it off If you think that there's something out there better for you and you think deep down that this is not serving you, cut it off. And with relationships, it's different to friendships because you can't really just fade out of a relationship and that's just giving yourself excuses that you actually don't want to break up with the person you know. You want to just wait as long as you can because you're fragile. No, just break it off. Sorry, break it off. Friendships is different because making a bigger deal of it might just cause stupid unwanted drama, but for a relationship you know make the decision and go forward with it you you can't expect your life to get better if you're not changing what you're doing or what decisions you're making right okay next question how much is the clockface crm you're promoting do you use it with another moisturizer as well the Clock Phase Serum that I've been talking about on my Instagram, and I actually spoke about it on my podcast the other few episodes ago. Um, it's amazing. It is absolutely incredible. So the price, the bottle is 44 pounds, but guys, I'm telling you, it lasts a really long time because you don't need to use a lot of oil, A, and B, you're paying for quality here, okay? So you can't get this type of quality with anything really that less expensive, Um, it's good for all skin types. It's good for oily skin, um, young skin, old skin, sensitive skin, all that jazz. I have kind of sense of skin with my rosacea and it really works for me it helps with like wrinkles and not that I have many wrinkles but like it helps with like you know around your eyes like I feel like I my wrinkles have kind of like subsided there because of the serum which is amazing um and I also am really into anti-aging stuff at 22 years old you think that's crazy it's not I'm into prevention I don't want to have to deal with all these wrinkles and sagginess and all that stuff when I'm in my 50s or 60s I want to try preventing it as much as possible and this serum I think is honestly doing wonders for my skin in that area as well um it also works on just like softening and hydrating your your face skin which i love and i use it day and night which is amazing i like just simple natural products like i always talk about on my instagram um and this this brand Clockface beauty is 100 vegan and natural and just like you can read all the ingredients and understand them and know what they are there's no chemicals in that you know what i mean it provides this like really nice glow. So I have this glow on my face at all times when I use this serum, which is amazing. Um, and also I have rosacea. So it's really helped me with the rosacea, which I find incredible. Um, ingredients, if you guys want to know, I'm just going to read off the bottle a little bit. It is jojoba, golden oil, avocado oil, grapeseed oil, argan oil, carrot seed essential oil, bergamot, vitamin E, um, all this stuff. There's so many cool oils, and I'm obsessed. I love it, love it, love it. So if you guys want to go check out Clockface Beauty's website and buy the serum, just go to clockfacebeauty.com or follow them on Instagram at clockfacebeauty. And to answer your question. No, I don't use any moisturizer after using the serum. It's so hydrating, I don't feel like I need it. So I literally just use that, and then that is it. All right. So the last question of today is what is your favorite book to go back to for inspiration when you're feeling blah? And that book is The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. It is my bible. You guys have heard me talk about this book so many times. It is so easy to read and easy to go back to because there are just simple chapters according to what you want to read and it's just amazing. I love Jack. He's my spirit animal. He's up there with the Tony Robbins in my life. Um, not that I know either of them but you know whatever. If you guys want to buy this book it'll be incredible and life-changing for you I'm not gonna lie I wish I had stock in the profits because I've probably gotten so many people to buy it (laughs) it's amazing and it really just kind of gets you into gear keeps your mentality fresh and motivated and it's just so badass I absolutely love it I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Let me know what you thought about this cute little Q&A and I could maybe do some more at some point. All right, guys, have a good one. Love you all.